even like a really mediocre beer will taste so good when you're just like with the right people. To me, that's what like craft beer is all about. I'm Derek. And I'm Jonathan. We We like like beer. beer. We're a podcast by beer lovers, for beer lovers, with beer creators. Some of our best stories start with beer. And now it's time to make beer the story. Each hoppy pour has been on an often unexpected journey to become the brews you love. So pour another round and drink with us as we explore the stories behind your favorite beers and breweries. And if you like beer, like breweries, like some bad jokes and great puns, and like this podcast, be sure to subscribe so you can learn about all our upcoming breweries on tap. Cheers to our sponsors. Craft-toberfest presented by Festival Foods at the Resch Expo in Green Bay, Wisconsin, is coming up quickly. Saturday, October 7th, this huge craft beverage sampling event offers guests unlimited sampling of hundreds of beverages, including beer, wine, spirits, and more. So even if you're not a beer person, Craftoberfest has drink options for you. With hundreds of beverages to choose from, please drink responsibly and take advantage of this special designated driver pricing. Tickets are $45 in advance and just $13 for DDs. All attendees will receive a sampling glass for your unlimited tastings. Doors open at 3 p.m. on Saturday, October 7th. See you at the Resch Expo in Green Bay, Wisconsin for Craftoberfest presented by Festival Foods. We'll be there and make sure you go out and purchase your tickets from Ticketstar online. We'll throw the direct link up on the Pour Another Round Facebook page. Cheers. Welcome back to Pour Another Round. We're excited to be sharing some Oktoberfest beers with Stephanie Harvey today. We know her and love her as the hostess with the mostest behind the bar at Stillmank Brewing Company in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Um, She's usually decked out in some crocheted clothing. Um, Crochet, is that the correct term, Steph? Yes, I'm too legit to knit. (laughs) I love it. So um, you're you're sporting one of your hats right now, and uh, you make all of these these hats and vests and whatnot yourself. So Stephanie, welcome to pour another round. Thanks for having me. So Steph, before we we dive into to really talking a lot about Oktoberfest beers, let's get to know you a little bit and and um, tell us about you know how you got into the brewing industry and what your background is. Uh, sure. So I got a degree in fine art in college and like everybody in my life at the time, they're like, what are you going to do with that? So I was actually just exhibiting art and doing some graphic design and photography. And that led me into doing social media consultancy work. And one of my clients at the time was a brewery and I'd already loved beer and I was doing well, uh, they said for their social media and marketing. So they asked me to start doing sales and flash forward Um, to maybe like a year or so later, I was helping the owner of the company run the brewery for the most part, a lot of logistics and uh, marketing, sales, distribution mainly, and special events. Exciting. Awesome. And are you from Wisconsin originally? I am born and raised in the Fox Valley. Yeah. Excellent. So you haven't, you haven't ventured uh, far. You've stuck close to your roots and and stayed in the brewing industry uh, locally. We first met when you were at McFleshman's in Appleton, and then uh, now it's Stillmank in Green Bay. So we still get to still get to run into you a lot. 
Lucky you. <laughs> of course, we are lucky. So what I've heard is that you are actually on a journey this year to drink all the Oktoberfest style beers that you can possibly get your hands onto. Tell us about that. What what led you to this journey and why Oktoberfest beers? And tell us about this journey to drink them all. <laughs> uh, well, good question. So like Jonathan said, I, I work in um, sales and marketing for Stillman Brewing Company. So what I started saying, especially to my boss, is that I like take my job really seriously and I need to try all these beers to see what's out there. Um, and there's some truth to that, but also for me, it's just like my favorite beer style. And I thought it would be like a fun sort of productive way to drink a lot of beers. And it's been even more fun already than I thought it would be just meeting a bunch of new people. And, and it's always like fun for me when I go in somewhere and I'm like, Oh, I'm looking for any Oktoberfest beers that you might have. And there are certain people that their eyes kind of light up and they're like, you like Oktoberfest? Like it's like a secret club or something. And just beer people in general, craft beer people are really my people. And, uh, it's just been kind of fun sharing that with other people. And there have been some breweries that'll even just like gift me with like six pack of their beer. And so I just keep passing it along to the next place and the next place. And so it's fun to walk in somewhere and buy a couple of beers that you haven't had yet and then leave them with a six pack. And it's just uh, a really fun. Uh, well, I am yeah. a proud member of that club. Oktoberfest beers are also my personal favorite (laughs) and i know jonathan doesn't always agree with me but as soon as the first ones come out no matter how early in the summer it is even if it is over 100 degrees which it was last week i was still gladly (laughs) drinking my oktoberfest beers i'm i'm there with you i know a lot of people complain that they come out too early but once you see how distribution works you almost have to have them come out that early but I don't, yeah, I personally do not care. I would, I love the beer style so much that even like outside of that season, when I can't really find many like Martin like lagers, I'll try to like find a Vienna lager, but even those are kind of hard to come by sometimes. But yeah. I just, I just love a multi lager. Well, you can't go wrong there. And I saw that you've already started. I think it's time for Jonathan and myself to pour another round and crack open my Oktoberfest of the night. I am cracking into a toppling Goliath Oktoberfest. So one second. I've got a uh, Sam Adams Oktoberfest in front of me. And I pulled out the, uh, in, in honor of Oktoberfest, pulled out the big beer stein, oh, my PBR yeah. beer stein. And I'll, I'll pour, pour the Oktoberfest beer in there. Which uh, which Oktoberfest do you have tonight, uh, Stephanie? So because I just got done with work, I'm at the brewery, so I'm drinking Stillman's Oktoberfest. Cheers. Excellent. Cheers. So how many how many October different Oktoberfest beers have you tried so far this year? And uh, do you have a, a target number you're going for? I don't have a number. I didn't do a ton of research, so I'm not sure which breweries even make them. But I know enough about this general area that I kind of know who distributes where. So like last weekend, I went to Madison and was able to collect like another 20 different Oktoberfests. Wow. Breweries that don't really distribute around here. I have a friend that's going to Milwaukee. I will be going to Manitowoc, Two Rivers area in a couple weeks, so I'll be scoping it out then. But like I said, it's kind of like this secret club that once people like 
heard about what I was doing, they were like, Hey, I'm going to Wisconsin Dells this weekend. Do you want me to get you anything? Yeah. So that's been really cool. And shout out to my friend, Whitney. She also works in beer. She works at Cocoon Brewing Company in De Pere. Uh, she was super into it too. So her and I have both been helping each other when we can find a certain beer, we'll buy two of them and then we kind of just trade them off. So it's good to have friends like that. Yes. As of now, I think, yeah. So last night I drank number 26 of the season and I have like 40 more <laughs> already at home in my fridge. <laughs> And most of them probably are from Wisconsin or the Midwest. Okay. That's kind of my focus just because I always like preach, like support local and support your neighbors. And uh, so I definitely like to kind of walk that walk and talk that talk. Well, and if you're not in Germany, you might as well be drinking Oktoberfest style beers from the Midwest. Exactly. Agreed. Exactly. And and I'm going to probably throw this out there you might be the oktoberfest queen of the midwest (laughs) i'm not gonna say of the world because i think any of our (laughs) listeners in germany would probably send us an angry email however i think i'm comfortable saying oktoberfest queen of the midwest i already have a big enough head so this is probably not great (laughs) i think it's it's exactly what's needed (laughs) Thank you. I'm actually trying to get out and celebrate some at different festivals this year too. Not Germany, unfortunately, but um, a few local ones. Uh, Still Manx is September 30th in Green Bay. I know Badger State is like, I think the second weekend in September and Lion's Tail. I'm the MC of the best dressed of Oktoberfest competition at Lorelei Inn this year. That will be September 16th. That'll be fun. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm really I'm celebrating all aspects now. It started just with the beer, <laughs> like, but now it's like taken off. Well, you can you can go to an Oktoberfest pretty much every weekend, I think, in Wisconsin and uh through for sure through September and most of October. Yes. Get yes. your leader hosen leader hosen ready. Yep. So do you have a favorite that you've had so far or a couple favorites? I know it's like picking your favorite child. Yeah. But um, Pick so, your favorite child and let us of know. Of course, Still Manx is, is your favorite, right? <laughs> Outside of Still Manx. Even before I worked at Still Manx, I did say theirs was one of the best Wisconsin-made Oktoberfests. I like it. I don't know. It's kind of hard because some of them are more of like a Marzen style, like a traditional kind of copper-colored beer. Some of mm-hmm. them are kind of more of like a Fest beer style, which is like the lager they serve at Germany's Oktoberfest now. So it's like a little bit lighter, a little bit lower ABV. Some of them are almost like a hybrid kind of between the two like it's not super rich and malty and copper but it's not super light like a fest beer either so kind of like comparing apples and oranges a little bit but historically i've always liked um nuclearis staghorn is always always mm-hmm. makes a good um oktoberfest every year still makes oktoberfest is actually probably like one of my favorites it's a little different because it's aged in bourbon barrels not for a long time just like two months but it adds like kind of like just like a nice like vanilla kind of caramely flavor to it with, without being like overbearing like a real barrel aged kind of beer um, sure. i'm on my I, way now that sounds amazing you can't come yet not till september 22nd <laughs> september 22nd i am on my way yes it is really good it's actually like i think in the top three marzen style lagers on untapped in the world 
Wow. That is yeah. something to be proud of. I mean, I know I work for the brewery, but I can brag about it because I don't make it, I think. So that's fine. Yeah, totally. You can Even if it. you did make it, that is something that is brag worthy. Yeah, because people have untapped our brew list. So it's like, <laughs> it's exactly. like a real honor to get that. <laughs> You're talking to the king of overrating beers because I feel bad yeah. knowing that some <laughs> some brewer is going to look at my rating and be like, what is this jerk doing rating my beer a 3.25? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I think it's probably okay as long as you're not one of those people that will like drink a beer style that you hate. Like, oh, I'm going to check in on this uh, sour and then you try it and you're like, oh, I actually hate sours. So I'm going to give it a one star. It's like nobody <laughs> likes you. <Yeah. laughs> no brewery mm-hmm. likes you when you do that. Exactly. See, even when I'm thinking of a low rating, I'm going three. Yep. The... Octillion mm, beer, oh. right? Yeah, that Ale Asylum beer, that is also historically one of my favorites. I've always liked it. I am very happy to have an Octillion ready to pour for my next round. It is a great beer, and I'm very glad that it is sticking around for a little while longer. Yeah. Thought we were going to lose that one. I know. Carbon 4 bringing the Ale Asylum beers back. Uh, Hopalicious and Octillion and Medtown uh, Brown. Unshadowed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. All of it. Yeah. Yeah. They've been, that's, that was huge. Yeah. It was cool. I was there last weekend. They were super lovely people working in the tap room. A lot of, it was, it's, it's a cool place. Yeah. I uh, produce Carbon Four's podcast as well. Uh, the Carbon Four podcast and Unhinged Brewery Tour. So, oh, sweet. Yeah. I spend a lot of time with those guys and and doing some recording sessions and those uh episodes are a lot more of like the like beer nerdiness than what we get on board other rock. <laughs> so, but I learn a lot. So, it's it's Do you want to get nerdy? Uh, we can. <laughs> I I do want to ask you though. You you started talking about like the Marzins and Fest beers and um Oktoberfest style. Yeah. So, for those that don't know you know, Me, do you have an, an explanation know. for, you know, Oktoberfest beer versus Marzen versus Fest beer, et cetera? Sure. Um, give us, give us a little, uh, yeah. teaching lesson. So I guess like initially the beer that they would serve in Germany, like at all these fall festivals. So it was actually illegal in Germany for a while to brew beer between April and September. So hmm. what they would do is they would, because like it would, just, it was like just too hot and the beer would spoil. Okay. So they didn't brew beer from April to September. So what they would do is they would brew a bunch of beer in March and then store it and it would like lager. And then they would serve it at these fall beer festivals. So like actually the term Marzen, actually that's um, German for March. That's mm-hmm. what that translates to. And yeah, so they would serve, um, initially it was like a dunkel, so like a really dark beer, a dark lager. And then over time it became a Marzen, uh, which is what we in, um, in like America usually call Oktoberfest, that copper colored lager that we're all used to. Um, but since then, I, I want to say maybe in like the seventies, they kind of like the official beer of Germany's Oktoberfest is a fest beer. So it just kind of became a little bit lighter and a little bit lower ABV throughout those kind of transitions. 
I have heard, I don't know if this is true, but they say they serve best beer now, um, which is more of like a golden colored, light colored beer, um, a little less malty, a um, little lower ABV, a little lighter body because American tourists couldn't handle drinking um, <laughs> that many like Mars and beers. They were like too big of ABV. People were just uh, having too much fun. Passing out in the streets. <laughs> yeah, especially when you're drinking those huge liters of beer. So yeah. That's... That's a history lesson I didn't know. I I truly, you know, I've been drinking Oktoberfest beers for as long as I've been enjoying craft beers, and I didn't know the first thing about them. I just know that I like them. And sometimes that's that's good enough, too. That's <laughs> all I ever need to know. Yeah. And so, like, all of the, the beers that are being brewed in America, too, are that they... they they can't officially be called an Oktoberfest beer, right? They're Oktoberfest style beers or, or Marzen lagers. They, they can't. Yeah. Something with that too. I think over there, it's less common. You wouldn't call something an Oktoberfest, but here it's kind of like socially acceptable. Just like Kolsch. Uh, because like over there, if you, what is it? You have to be able to see this like certain tower in Cologne, Germany in order to call your beer a Kolsch. Oh. And they will like bust you if you try to call it a Kolsch and your brewery is not inside of that tower. Whereas like in oh the States, we just, we technically, yeah, like uh, the beer that we make, it should be called like a Kolsch style ale, but people just call it Kolsch. Nobody cares. So. Yeah. yeah it's like champagne want. as well, you know? <laughs> yep. Wasn't yep. brewed in the champagne region or whatever it is. Yep. Eh. Sparkling wine. Mm-hmm. Call it's it. all the yeah. same. It's an appellation, I think that's called. <laughs> when it's huh. like a, yeah, some sort of, uh, like a word based on a location. Okay. Fascinating. And so, Steph, you've never been to Germany for Oktoberfest? No, but I feel like now that I'm the queen of... Oktoberfest in the Midwest. I mean, I probably should go next year. I think so. We'll make you it's, a sash. Yeah. It's, it's a requirement. Yeah. A a sash we'll a, get you a sash tiara. to wear while you're, yeah, while you're over there and have every German person look at you like, who is this woman? What is she doing? <laughs> but they'll just assume she must be a big deal. Or maybe, maybe in hushed tones they'll say, is that her? Is that the queen of Oktoberfest in the Midwest? <laughs> exactly. I think, I think that's the way it's going to go. A girl, a girl can dream anyway. <laughs> I, I think it's a necessary trip, though, that you, after this endeavor, you have to make that trip. I think so, yeah. I think so. And probably go for work, right? Uh, yeah, that. I think Brad still make would love to go. <laughs> yeah. Jonathan, have you been to Oktoberfest? Not in Germany, no. Mm-mm. No, my not, biggest Oktoberfest I've been to is lacrosse. Same. <laughs> if we were smart, we should have talked ahead of time about some sort of travel agency and mentioned them a lot oh, in the yeah. podcast. And then they would like just be like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to send all these guys on a trip. <laughs> Dang it. Missed opportunity. Missed opportunities. Ugh. See, Steph, we just need you to to be our uh, our. We'll just involve you in our future brainstorms for pour another round, and then it'll be great. Or if you are a travel agent and listen <laughs> to this, 
send us an email at cheers at pouranotherround.com and let us know how we can get Steph to Oktoberfest next year or this year still. We could get her there this year. I have a lot of know great outfits. Can. Yeah, I'm ready. Let us know how we can get Steph to Oktoberfest <laughs> in Germany. <laughs> We'll shameless plug you the rest of uh, the rest of the season. Thank you. <laughs> Darn right. Well, is your glass getting empty, Steph? Do we need to pour another round? Um, probably pretty quick. Yeah. I, I think it's time to pour another round. Your pass to beer, bubbles, bourbon, and beyond is here. Madison on Tap is a craft beverage trail brought to you by Destination Madison and their craft beverage partners. Madison on Tap is your free roadmap to more than 30 breweries, wineries, cideries, and distilleries in the greater Madison, Wisconsin region. And there are discounts and prizes along the way. It's mobile exclusive, but requires no app downloads. Sign up at visitmadison.com, and all you need to do is check in at each location you visit on the trail. Get your discounts and receive extra perks. Just three check-ins gets you a Madison on Tap sticker, six check-ins gets you a Madison on Tap hat, and 12 check-ins gets you entered to win an overnight Madison craft experience. Sounds pretty easy to me. Just head to visitmadison.com slash madison dash on dash tap to access the trail pass or simply Google Madison on tap. Cheers and happy trails. Let's pour another round. And uh, why don't you uh, tell us some of the beers that you guys have over at Still Mink right now while you're over at the, the tap? So the beer I'm most excited about right now, obviously, is Oktoberfest. We also just put out a Kolsch-style ale <laughs> nice and uh, called Homefield Advantage, a uh, great beer. And uh, my OG favorite always is Wisco Disco. I just love that beer. It's just a great ESP. And it's back at Lambo this year. It is, back. yeah. Thank you for noticing. Yeah, I'm Lambeau. so excited. It's just in time for Jordan Love season. <laughs> I'm ready. It's happening. It's going big. <laughs> Jordan Love. I'm putting it into a medium that people can later heckle me for. Jordan Love, Packers third consecutive Hall of Fame quarterback right now. Sounds good. Well, I'm excited. Um, what are you guys drinking? The same thing or something different? I just switched over to Ale Asylum's Octillion. So okay. excited to uh, excited to drink this one. I've got a Badger State Oktski. Oh, nice. I have one of those in my fridge. Say that one more time, Jonathan. Badger State's Oktski. Oktski. They're the um, license plate cans. They've got Brewski. They've got um, Ski Brew in the winter. And then their Oktoberfest style beer is is Oktski. Makes sense. That's a fun branding play there. Steph, is there one of the Oktoberfest style beers you have waiting at home yet that you haven't tried yet that you're you're really looking forward to that you've not maybe had before? Um, let's see. Yeah, a few of them I am because I've never had them at all before. I've always heard Toppling Goliath is really good. Mm-hmm. And 
can confirm top lane Goliath is really good. It, <laughs> it went down very smoothly. Good. Good. I'm in for a treat then. Um, and I have a couple of fest beers that I'm going to try side by side. Um, usually what I do when I'm like tasting these is kind of ideally drinking like three at a time. And so I kind of just like pour them and I sort of look at the color and look at the clarity and then I just kind of go back and forth and drink them and privately to myself, I decide kind of which ones I like and which ones maybe I don't like as much, sure. but generally I'm just having fun with it. Half the time I'm like out and about with people or I bring a couple cans to work or with some friends and we share them. So yeah, I don't take it too seriously, but I also, you know, I kind of know what an Oktoberfest should be. So I'm kind of judging it, but also just having fun with it at the same time. I think the experience of just drinking an Oktoberfest beer with friends is really what it's all about. My wife and I were just out at Hop House Brewing in Fitchburg and sitting up on their rooftop bar and just enjoyed an Oktoberfest with my wife playing cribbage with a bunch of people all around. That's to me what Oktoberfest beers are all about. It's just the people you're with, the, the good times. It's really an enjoyable it time. It really is. Here. That's I always say that about beer is that even like a really mediocre beer will taste so good when you're just like with the right people. To me, that's what like craft beer is all about. It's, you know, fun to kind of compare and contrast and try different things. But at the end of the day, the best beers I've ever had maybe stylistically aren't like spot on if you'd ask like a judge or something, but when you're with the right people, it's uh, just makes it that much better. Exactly. Yep. Craft beer brings people together. Cheers. Has Oktoberfest style beers always been your favorite stuff or what kind of turned you that direction? Yeah. Like I actually, back in the day, as soon as I turned 21, because I would never dare to drink alcohol before then didn't really think I liked beer because the only beers I ever had were pretty much, you know, like big macro American light lagers. And I just, I didn't really love them at all. But then I tried a hinterland Luna coffee stout for whatever weird Mm. reason. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I like this. This is beer. This is so good. And then Sierra Nevada's pale ale. That was like another one around that same time that I tried. And like my mind was blown. I was like, wow, beer is so great. And then uh, I started realizing like, oh, there are breweries around where I live that make the beer and you can go there and drink it. And then that's really kind of when I fell in love because being able to go out to see the actual place where it's made and so many of the ingredients are locally sourced, which is cool. And it just like touched me and just, I was like, oh, I love this. Have you ever dabbled in home brewing or anything like that? I bought everything to start home brewing because I was like, yep, I'm going to do this. I'm a terrible cook, but I can make drinks and I can clean. Like I, this seems like I could, I can do this. And I got everything, but then I started working in a brewery. So then what I decided to do is tell the, tell the brewers what to make instead. (laughs) I, I would still get what I wanted, but it would be a million times better. And it wouldn't be such a mess. I think that's the beer equivalent of don't buy a boat, make friends with somebody that has a boat. Yes. Yes. That's a thousand percent what it is. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And I've never had a desire to brew since then because I was like, oh, now like if I. I think that's the dream. Yeah, it really is. So what's going on uh, with uh, at Still Makes Oktoberfest? You said October. Oh, yeah. So. September 30th, right? Still Makes Oktoberfest is Saturday, September 30th. 
we have live music throughout the day and a bunch of great beers. And we also make our own cider and seltzer in-house too. So we'll have that. And then the Booyah Shed out of Green Bay, which if you've never had the Booyah Shed before, you need to go and eat at the Booyah Shed in Green Bay. It is so good. It's like a hidden gem. They make bratwurst with our Oktoberfest. So we'll be serving up brats and a bunch of other really, really good food. Perky porter pulled pork tacos, maybe. I don't know. The restaurant is great um, in Green Bay, but they bring a food truck here to the brewery for a couple of events we have throughout the year. It's outstanding. I'm I'm hungry now just thinking about that. <laughs> Maybe Doppelbach will be out. That's another great lager that we do here at Stillbank. That might be ready to uh, be poured. It'll be fun. I'm ready to don my flannel, get some lederhosen, and <laughs> head on out there. I'm, I'm ready. After we just had 100-degree temperatures, uh, <laughs> fall weather <laughs> sounds pretty great. It does. it does. I can make you a hat if you're going to come. I'll crochet you up a can hat. That's amazing. Let's do this. I've crocheted one of the guys here, uh, Lederhosen, actually. A full Lederhosen outfit, like head to toe? Yes. Whew. It is. How much How long yarn does that, does that take, take you? Um, it's, it's like shorts, just shorts and like suspenders, basically. Yeah, but how long does that take? Um, a few hours, but it goes by pretty quickly when I'm listening to an audiobook or like a beer podcast or something <laughs> just listening to pour another round and drinking some beers crocheting some lederhosen you know there's over 100 episodes you've got plenty to listen to <laughs> <laughs> that's cool so September 30th at Stillmink in Green Bay Stillmink Brewing Company in Green Bay uh, live music the Booyah Shed your Oktoberfest beer um, potentially Doppelbach uh, Perky Porter pulled pork sounds freaking amazing. It's uh, so good. If, if that's going to be at the Booyah Shed and um, the uh, what t- what time does it does do things get rolling on September thirtieth? Noon to nine. Noon to nine. So all day you can come start at noon and drink all day long at Stillmink. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, that's partying all night too. <laughs> nine o'clock's like but, yeah, that's partying that's all night. One of our bedtimes. <laughs> yeah. And there are a lot of other breweries in Green Bay too, so there's always a lot of fun to be had if you come up for a traveling here. Yeah. So I'm gonna digress a little bit back to Wisco Disco being available at Lambo. So is that is is Wisco Disco available kind of throughout the stadium if people are at Packer Games this season? Uh, so Wisco Disco is available at limited um, like craft beer stations throughout the stadium. So not okay. every single vendor will, not every single beer booth will have it. Yep. But yeah, if you will. Awesome. So watch for the Wisco Disco can as you're moseying through the concourse, picking out some beers uh, to head into the into the stadium, and or pick up a bunch from from the tap room and drink it at your tailgate. Yeah. It's very festive. So, Steph, are you still doing some bartending at Stillmank that people can come and visit you and and talk about the uh, their Oktoberfest beers that they're drinking? Just when they're scraping the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like the hierarchy is mostly like, oh, if nobody can work, then I'll work, and if I can't work, <laughs> then Brad Stillmank has to work. And we always say like, none of we don't want Brad behind the bar. <laughs> he's brilliant. He's great at brewing beer. He runs an awesome business. He's a great boss. 
but we care about our customers here at Stony, so it would be better if somebody else would work. <laughs> I almost hope that makes sense, but I kind of hope it doesn't at the same time. You know what I mean? <laughs> I thought you were about to say that he he he's terrible at pouring the beer or something. It's like, oh, that'd be oh that'd no, be shocking. No, he's good. He just doesn't do it enough that he's you know he's more of like a back of house guy. Like he's good at brewing the beer and doing all the stuff behind the scenes and setting us all up with everything. And you can't, you can't be good at it all. No, no, not a ton of bartending for me usually. Maybe once every five months or so I'll fill in, but. But yeah, Lorelei Oktoberfest, I'll be there. People just have to head to Stillmank Oktoberfest to hang out with Steph and yep. learn the ways of the Midwest's Oktoberfest queen. Yes, or you can also, <laughs> yeah, find a great outfit. Come to Lorelei Oktoberfest on the 16th of September for the best dress of Oktoberfest competition. There you go. And if you're if you're drinking a Stillmank Oktoberfest, maybe you'll get bonus points for your costume. He looks everybody looks better with this with the stein is still making their hand yeah <laughs> awesome well steph uh one um other question that we ask we ask at the at the end of every pour another round episode and i know you're not brewing the beer and making the beer at, at still make but you um are are selling it and and promoting it so if you're not drinking a still make beer oktoberfest or otherwise what uh might f- we find you drinking whether it's i think you're you're usually pretty like beer through and through right you're i i, I really am i just yeah i really love i, I like beer uh when i'm not drinking a still make oktoberfest i am probably drinking uh pretty much any beer by sierra nevada that's my okay. Yep. Cannot go wrong there. Pretty much any of them. Wild little thing, hazy little thing, the OG pale ale. Yeah, they were just brewing beer and putting it out before it was cool to brew beer. So right. they took a lot of chances and uh, and really stuck to their guns and put out like high quality products and consistent. And I'll I'll drink that all day. Have you um, ever visited Sierra Nevada? I haven't, but recently I thought that was going to be something that I might try to set up in the next year. We're just filling you with all sorts of trips. We're, we're, you're going to have lots of travels <laughs> in the next let's, year. Let's ask that. Let's let's really focus on the Germany trip. That's what we need. Again, if we'll any travel that. agents out there want to make this trip I don't happen, have that. To... I don't think I have enough followers on Instagram to get free trips. <laughs> It's at Stefan Harp, by the way. So if anybody wants to follow me, list it up. <laughs> and share their Oktoberfest beers. Uh, yeah. Share their Oktoberfest beer. Follow, all about follow it. on Instagram and just share the Oktoberfest love. It's the perfect place to do it. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Well, Steph, thanks so much for coming on Pour Another Round today. And um, for our listeners, Definitely stop by the Stillmank Brewing Company Tap Room in Green Bay. Um, ask if Steph is around, and and you can enjoy a beer with her. Otherwise, follow Steph on on the socials. Go to Instagram and share what Oktoberfest style beers you're drinking, or what ones are your favorite, and and follow her journey as well of trying all the Oktoberfest style beers she can get her hands on. And uh, when you're when you're sharing a beer with Steph, make sure you share or uh, pour another round for us as well. 
Thanks, Steph. This has Cheers, been Steph. fun. Yeah, thanks for having me. This is so fun. I appreciate it. It was a good yeah. time. We love that you're a part of the Pour Another Round family and hopefully enjoy our wittiness, camaraderie, and thought-provoking conversations. We would love you even more if you took your fandom to the next level with our fantastic merch. Imagine walking into a brewery, rocking a t-shirt or a hat that proudly states, you're here to pour another round. Deck out your beer fridge, water bottle, or your laptop with fancy Pour Another Round stickers. Elevate your in-home bar space and drinking sessions with custom ceramic beer coasters or beer candles. And dive into the history of the Green Bay brewery scene with the book Green Bay Beer, A History of the Craft, written by Cameron Teske. Don't miss out on owning a piece of Pour Another Round magic. Visit pouranotherround.com and explore merch styles and color choices. Whether you're a seasoned listener or just discovering us, we've got something for you. Again, that's pouranotherround.com to place your order. Orders over $50 receive free shipping with the promo code FREESHIP.